of Tango's history where today we are going to be talking about more of the war in the Pacific. Specifically from 1942 to 43. So make sure you grab a drink of water. Because it may be a long one, you'll never know. By the end of April 1942, Japan and its ally Thailand had almost fully conquered Burma, Malaya, the Dutch East Indies, Singapore, and Rabul. And no, Rabul. Inflicting severe losses on Allied troops and taking a large number of prisoners. Despite stubborn resistance by Filipino and US forces, the Philippine Commonwealth was eventually captured in May 1942, forcing its government into exile. On the 16th of April, Burma, seven, or in Burma, 17, no, 7,000, sorry, British soldiers were encircled by the Japanese 33rd Division during the Battle of Yanang. Yanangyong, oh that is weird, and rescued by the Chinese 38th Division. Japanese forces also achieved naval victories in the South China Sea, hmm, Java Sea, and Indian Ocean, and bombed the Allies, the Allied naval base at Darwin, Australia, in 1942 of January. The only Allied success against Japan was the Chinese victory at Changsha. These easy victories over the unprepared U.S. and European opponents left Japan overconfident as well as overextended. Sorry for all my mistakes in speaking. The Battle of Yanangyong, or the Great Victory at Yanangyong, was fought in Burma, now Myanmar, during the Burma Campaign in World War II. The Battle of Yanangyong was fought in the vicinity of Yanangyong and its oil fields. The dates were the 11th to 19th of April 1942. The location was in Yanangyong, Burma, and the result was an Allied victory. The belligerents for the Allies were, the, were China, the United Kingdom and India, and Japan. The commanders and leaders of the Allies were Sun Li Jian and Liu Feng Wu. And for the British, it was John Anstis and James Scott. Wow, much easier names to pronounce. For Japan, their commander or leader was Shozo Sakurai. The units involved were the Chinese Expeditionary Force, which involved the 38th and 38th Division and 113th Regiment. And for Britain, they had the 1st Burma Division and the 7th Armored Brigade. The units involved with Japan were only the 33rd Division. The strength of China was 1,121, and Britain's strength was 7,000 men. And um, Japan's strength was 7,000. Casualties and losses for the Allies were 204 killed, 318 wounded, and 20 missing. For Japan, there was 700 killed. After the Japanese captured Rangoon in March 1942, the Allies regrouped in central Burma. The newly formed Burma Corps, commanded by Lieutenant General William Slim, and consisting of British Indian and locally raised Burmese troops, 
attempted to defend the Irrawaddy River Valley, while the Chinese Expeditionary Force in Burma defended the Setong River Valley to the east. After the Japanese captured Singapore and the Dutch East Indies, they were, they were able to use divisions released by these successes and captured trucks to reinforce their army in Burma and launch attacks into central Burma. One of the Japanese ob objectives in the Irrawaddy River Valley was the Yenangyong oil fields. The battle for the oil fields started on the 10th of April and continued for a week. The Japanese attacked 1st Burma Division on the Allied right and 48th Indian Infantry Brigade at Kukogwa, I think it's pronounced, at night in a storm um, and were repulsed with heavy casualties. On the next day, 2nd Royal Tank Regiment, or the 2nd RTR, was in action near Magwe at Dadodun and Alebo. From the 13th to 17th of April, the British fell back under attacks by the Japanese. On several occasions, Japanese roadblocks split the Burma Frontier Force and Internal Security Force acting as infantry, 1st Burma Division and the, 7th, and the British 7th Armored Brigade, HQ, and 2nd RTR into three forces. On the 15th of April, Lieutenant General Slim gave orders for the oil fields and refinery to be demolished. The situation became so critical that General Harold Alexander, commanding the Burma Army, asked Lieutenant General, Lieutenant General uh, Joseph Sitwell, the American commander of the China-Burma Indian Theater, and the Chief of Staff to Chiang Kai-shek to move the Chinese 38th Division immediately into the Yenang Yenangyang area. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know, and I don't care. In early May 1942, Japan initiated operations to capture Port Moresby by amphibious assault and thus sever communications and supply lines between the United States and Australia. The planned invasion was thwarted when Allied Task Force centered on two American fleet carriers, fought several Japanese forces, no, fought Japanese naval forces to a draw in the Battle of the Coral Sea. Japan's next plan, motivated by the earlier Doolittle raid, was to seize Midway Atoll and lure American carriers into the battle to be eliminated. As a diversion, Japan would also send forces to occupy the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. By mid or in mid-May, Japan started the Zhejiang uh, Jiangxi campaign in China. I am sorry if I butchered that. With the goal of inflicting retribution on the Chinese, who aided the surviving American airmen in the Doolittle raid by destroying Chinese air bases and fighting against the Chinese 23rd and 32nd Army groups. In early June, Japan put its operations into action. But the Americans, having broken the Japanese naval codes in late May, were fully aware of the plans and order of the battle, and used this knowledge to achieve a decisive victory at Midway over the Imperial Japanese Navy. Haha, the nerds. The Doolittle Raid, also known as the Tokyo Raid, was an air raid on the 18th of April 1942 by the United States on the Japanese capital, Tokyo. Hmm. And 
other places on Honshu during World War II. It was the first air operation to strike the Japanese archipelago. It was demonstrated that the Japanese mainland was vulnerable to American air attacks, served as retaliation for the attack on Pearl Harbor, and provided an important boost to American morale. The raid was planned by, led by, and named after General Lieutenant Colonel James Doolittle, later a Lieutenant General in the U.S. Army. Nice. Oh, U.S. Army Air Forces and the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Even nicer. The day it was, the day the raid was commenced, was. <clears throat> 18th of April, 1942. Location was in Greater Tokyo area, Japan. The result was U.S. propaganda victory and U.S. allies' morales improved, and minor physical damages and significant psychological effects. The belligerents for the allies were United States and China against Japan. The commanders and leaders of the allies, of course, was James H. Doolittle against Prince Naru Naruhiko and... No, Prince Naruhiko Higashikuni. That's probably not right. I'm sorry. I can't wait until I'm done with the Battle of the Pacific. The strength was 16 B-25 Mitchell medium bombers. Awesome. And 80 airmen, 52 officers, 28 enlisted, 2 aircraft carriers, and 4 cruisers with 8 battles. Or no, 8 destroyers. Uh, strength of Japan was an unknown number of Kawasaki Ki-61 Heen fighters and anti-aircraft artillery. Casualties and losses for the Allies were three dead, eight POWs, four lived to be rescued, and four died in captivity. Three executed, one by disease. Sixteen B-25s lost, fifteen destroyed, and one interned in by the Soviet Union. Four hundred injured, including civilians, for reaccess. Five sailors captured, five patrol boats sunk, and three aircraft shot down, U.S. claim. Uh, one nearly converted aircraft carrier damaged. Nice. Under the final plan, 16 B-25 Mitchell medium bombers, each with a crew of five, were launched in, uh, from the U.S. Navy aircraft carrier USS Hornet in the Pacific Ocean off Japan. There was to be no fighter escort. After bombing military or industrial targets in Japan, the B-25 crews were to continue westward to land in China. The raid killed about 50 people in Japan, including civilians, and injured 400. The raid caused little damage to Japan, but had major psychological effects. In the United States, it raised morale. In Japan, it raised doubt about the military, no, the ability of military leaders to defend the home islands. But the bombing and strafing of civilians also steal Japanese resolve to gain retribution. And this was exploited for propaganda purposes. It also pushed forward Admiral Hirosoku Yamamoto's plans to attack Midway Island in the Central Pacific, an attack that turned into a, into a decisive defeat of the Imperial Japanese Navy, or IJN, by the US Navy in the Battle of Midway. The consequences were most severely felt in China, where Japanese reprisals caused the deaths of 250,000 civilians and 70,000 soldiers. Of the 16 USAAF crews involved, 14 complete crews of 5 returned to the United States or to US forces elsewhere, except for one who was killed in action. 
eight aviators were captured by Japanese forces in eastern China, and three of these were later executed. All but one of the B-25s were destroyed in crashes, while the 16th landed at Vladivostok in the Soviet Union. Because the Soviet Union was not officially at war with Japan, it was required, under, under international law, to intern the bomber's crew for the duration of the war, and their B-25 was confiscated. However, within a year, the crew had been secretly allowed to exit the Soviet Union, under the guise, I think it means disguise, of an escape, and returned to the United States or U.S. units elsewhere by way of Allied-occupied Iran and North Africa. Doolittle initially believed that the loss of all his aircraft would lead to his court-martial, but he instead received the Medal of Honor and was promoted two ranks to Brigadier General. Great job, bro. Great job. With its capacity for aggressive action greatly diminished as a result of the Midway Battle, Japan chose to focus on a belated attempt to capture Port Moresby by an overland campaign in the territory of Papua. The Americans planned a counterattack against Japanese positions in the southern Solomon or in the southern Solomon Islands, primarily at Guadalcanal, as a first step towards capturing Rabaul, the main Japanese base in Southeast Asia. The Kokoda Track Campaign or Kokoda Trail Campaign was part of the Pacific War of World War II. The campaign consisted of a series of battles fought between July and November 1942 in what was then the Australian territory of Papua. It was primarily a land battle between the Japanese South Seas Detachment under Major General Tomitaro Horii and Australian and Papuan land forces under command of New Guinea force. The Japanese objective was to seize Port Moresby by an overland attack from the north coast following the Kokoda Track over the mountains of the Owen Stanley Range as a part of a strategy to isolate Australia from the United States. The date the campaign no the dates of the campaign were the 21st of January to the 16th of November 1942. It was located in the territory of Papua. The result was an Allied victory. Its belligerents for the Allies were Australia and the US against Japan. The commanders and leaders for the Allies were for the US Douglas MacArthur and for Australia Thomas Blamey, Sidney Rowell, Edmund Herring, Arthur Allen, and George Vesey. For Japan, once again, I am sorry, Harukichi Hainohyakutake and Tomitaro Hori. The strength of the Allies were 30,000, and the strength of Japan was 13,500. Also, if I said 13,000 for the Allies, I meant 30,000. The casualties and losses of the Allies were 625 killed, 1,055 wounded, and over 4,000 sick. The casualties and losses of Japan were around uh, 2,050, around 4,500 including sick. 
um, Japanese forces landed and established beachheads near Gona and Buna on, on the 21st of July, 1942. Opposed by Maro, no, Marobra force, then consisting of platoons of the 3rd, no, 39th Battalion, sorry, and elements of the Papuan Infantry Battalion. They quickly advanced and captured Kokoda and a strategically vital airfield on the 29th of July. Despite reinforcement, the Australian forces were continually pushed back. Pushed back, sorry. The veteran 2nd Australian Imperial Force, or AIF, the or 21st Brigade, narrowly avoided capture in the Battle of Mission Ridge, Brigade Hill, from the 6th to 8th of September. The Battle of Ayori Baiwa, from the 13th to 16th of September, the 25th Brigade under Brigadier uh, Kenneth Ether fought the Japanese to a halt, but ceded the field to the Japanese withdrawing to Emita Ridge. The Japanese advanced to within sight of Port Moresby, but withdrew on the 26th of September. They had outrun their supply line and had been ordered to withdraw in consequence of reverses suffered at Guadalcanal. The Australian pursuit encountered strong opposition from well-prepared positions around Templeton's Crossing and Eora Village from 11th to 28th October. And following the unopposed recapture of Kokoda, a major battle was fought around Oivi and Gorari from no Gorari, sorry, from the 4th to 11th of November, resulting in a victory for the Australians. By the 16th of November, two brigades of the Australian 7th Division had crossed the Kumusi River at Wairopi. God, I seriously can't wait until I'm done with the battle in the Pacific. And advanced on the Japanese beachheads at a joint Australian or in a joint Australian and United States operation. The Japanese forces at Buna Thona held out until the 22nd of July 1943. Both plans uh, started out in July, but by mid-September, the battle for Guadalcanal took priority for the Japanese and troops in New Guinea were ordered to withdraw from the Port Moresby area to the northern part of the island, where they faced Australian and United States troops in the Battle of Bonagona. Guadalcanal soon became a focal point for both sides, with heavy commitments of troops and ships in the Battle of Guad in the Battle for Guadalcanal. By the start of 1943, the Japanese were defeated on the island and withdrew their troops. In Burma, Commonwealth forces mounted two operations, the first, an offensive into the Arakan region in late 1942, went no, disastrously, forcing a retreat back to India by May 1943. The second was the insertion of irregular forces behind Japanese front lines in February, which by the end of April had achieved mixed results. Battle of Bunagona was a part of the New Guinea campaign in the Pacific Theater during World War II. 
It followed the conclusion of the Kokoda track campaign and lasted from the 16th of November 1942 until the 22nd of January 1943. The battle was fought by Australian and United States forces against the Japanese beachheads at Buna, Sanananda, and Gona. From these, the Japanese had launched an overland attack on Port Moresby in light of developments in the Solomon Islands campaign. Japanese forces were approaching Port Moresby, were withdraw, were ordered to withdraw, and secure these bases on the northern coast. Australian forces maintained contact as the Japanese conducted a well-ordered rearguard action. The Allied objective was to eject from no was to eject the Japanese forces from these positions and deny them further use. The Japanese forces were skillful, well prepared, and resolute in their defense. They had developed a strong network of well-concealed defenses. The Battle of Bonagona lasted from the 16th of November 1942 to the 22nd of January 1943. It was in Bonagona territory of Papua, and the result was an Allied victory. The belligerents for the Allies were Australia and the United States, and for the Axis, it was only Japan. The commanders and leaders of the Allies for Australia were Edmund Herring and George Vasey. For the United States, there was um, Edwin F. Harding and Robert L. Eichelberger. That's probably the hardest American last name I've ever had to pronounce. And for the Axis, which was just Japan, is Yosuke uh, Yokoyama Yosh Yoshiratsu. I just wanted to say it like that, I'm sorry. Yoshitatsu uh, Yasuda, and from the 6th of December, Tsuyo, Tsuyo Yamagata. I'm pretty sure I pronounced that horribly. Units involved for the Allies were... Oh, okay, it doesn't say for the Allies or the Axis. Never mind then. The strength of the Allies were over 20,000 total, <clears throat> and for the Axis, it was... 5,500 to 6,500 initially, and 11,000 to 11 to 12,000 total. Casualties and losses for the Allies were 1,991 killed and 12, over 12,300 injured or sick. For the Axis, it was 7,000 killed, 4,000 in battle, remainder from disease. Um, 1,200 injured and evacuated, and over 250 captured. Now, I would not consider that a successful operation. Operations in Papua and New Guinea were severely hampered by terrain, vegetation, climate, disease, and the lack of infrastructure. These imposed significant logistical limitations, and during the Kokoda Trek campaign, these factors applied more or less equally to both belligerents, but favored the defender and attacks against well-fortified positions. The battlefield and logistical constraints limited the applicability of conventional allied doctrine of maneuver and firepower. During the opening stages of the offensive, the allies faced a severe shortage of food and ammunition. This problem was never entirely resolved. The battle also exposed critical problems with the suitability and performance of allied equipment. The combat effectiveness of US forces particularly the U.S. 32nd Division, has been severely criticized. 
These factors were compounded by repeated demands from General Douglas MacArthur, Supreme Commander of Allied Forces in the Southwest Pacific area, for a rapid conclusion to the battle. The demands were more to politically secure MacArthur's command than for any strategic need. In consequence, troops were hastily committed to battle on repeated occasions, increasing Allied losses and ultimately lengthening the battle. Allied air power interrupted the Japanese capacity to reinforce and resupply the beachheads from a ball. This ultimately made the Japanese position untenable. There was widespread evidence of the Japanese defenders cannibalizing the dead in the closing stages of the battle. Significant numbers of the defenders were withdrawn by sea or escaped overland toward the west and the Japanese base around Salamoa, Salamoa and Leh. The remaining garrison fought to the death, almost to the man. The resolve and tenacity of the Japanese in defense was unprecedented and had not previously been encountered. It was to mark the desperate nature of fighting that characterized paddles, battles for the remainder of the Pacific War. For the Allies, there were a number of valuable but costly lessons in the conduct of jungle warfare. Allied losses in the battle were at a rate higher than expected at Guadalcanal. For the first time, the American public was confronted with the images of dead American troops. Well, that appears to be all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed it, I sure did, and as always, have a great day or night, whenever you listen to this, wherever you listen to this, I don't really know, and I'll see you guys in the next one tomorrow, continuing our World War II series. I actually rushed this recording because I have something to do in like less than an hour, so I'll see you guys tomorrow, and good night.